welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another beautiful day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Today, we have with us Mike Trainer and Kim Minette, founders and owners of Kimkasi Pub here at the west end of the lake in Fontana. Welcome, Kim and Mike. Thank you. Thank you. So a lot of people, you know, think all the fun is on the other end in downtown Lake Geneva, but those of us who are on this end of the lake say the West End is the best end, right? And you decided to open a a very much needed establishment here. Um, Can you tell me how this, where did this idea even evolve from? Well, you know, it goes back to about 1982 when Kim and I uh, first met. Um, I was a patron at the time and she was the bar manager at Shucks and used to frequent there until eventually they hired me to come on board. And then we ended up working together and we thought jokingly at that time, way back when that, you know what, if ever we had a chance that we could open up a bar together in Fontana and it was specific, it had to be in Fontana, uh, Kim's roots are here, my roots were here, that it would be fun to do. So that's kind of the history of of how it began. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) (laughs) It's really become like the cheers bar at the West End where, uh, you know, every time we walk in, we know somebody and we know all of you and you always make everybody feel so welcome. So Kim, you know, now you have this idea, you're going to do it. How did you decide on this spot? Well, um, got a phone call from Mary Ann who uh, owns the coffee mill and who I worked with at Chuck's 28 years ago. And she called me, I think it was January of 19 and said, Kim, I bought this whole building and I got a crazy idea. And she told me and I called Mike right away. And uh, that was the start of uh, our little venture here. And I know there were some issues along the way. First of all, the liquor license, right, was a challenge. Correct. And initially when Marianne bought the building, um, there was also news that one of the other local establishments was going to close. And so she got in line immediately for the liquor license. So she's like, I have a building and I have a liquor license. I just need some operators. And so that's how we sort of came into it in the beginning. Which is nice. People don't understand how hard it is to get a a liquor license (laughs) anywhere around the lake, right? Right, right. Well, um, we found a little loophole. Yeah, thanks to Teresa up at uh, Village Hall, she found a little loophole for us because the other establishment decided to keep their liquor license. So now there wasn't one available. And so she found one um, that enabled us to go ahead and buy one. Well, the village of Fontana was able to buy one from the um, township of Delavan. We just had to reimburse the village for doing that. That's pretty amazing loophole. I mean, talk about great neighbors to have, right? No kidding. <laughs> they would let you do that. No so. kidding. Right, at, at some point we thought, well, it looks like it's not gonna happen. Kim kept saying the same thing. Listen, if it was meant to be, it would be. I mean, so, and all these uh, roadblocks, you know, all of a sudden just when you thought you were at the end of, you know, the line, you know, looks like it's not going to happen. All of a sudden there's a, a dimmer light and all of a sudden you're chasing that light 
And now we're back in it again. Guess what? Yeah. We're going to be power owners again. Yeah. So. And yeah. then you had a name, and then that was another obstacle, we correct? Had a name. I'm a um, beer lover. I love beer. And uh, I did my research, and Ninkasi is the ancient Sumerian goddess of beer. And um, it kind of fit right in. The Sumerians were some of the first to brew beer. And uh, the women were tasked at brewing the beer. And they were also tasked in running the taverns. So I thought, perfect. We're going to call it Ninkasi. I had to kind of talk Mike into it at first. He he, He uh, wanted it to be called Mike Kasi. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Right. Oh, we went back and forth on different names. So, well, just on that note, though, it was really I really just wanted her to name it Kim's Kim's Place, Kimmy's Pub, Kim, anything. What do you want it to be? Anything, Kim. You know, I have never heard of the goddess of beer, Ninkasi. So, how about anything? Everybody loves you. You deserve it. You've been here forever. She's like, absolutely not. Not going to put on no part of it. Yeah. No. No. So, so as uh, luck would have it, it took us about six months to build out uh, Ninkasi. And um, during that time, we had established, you know, our tax ID and all of our website, emails, everything around Ninkasi, Ninkasi, Ninkasi. And then about a day or two or three, I can't remember exactly, we get us before us opening on November 1st in 2019 we get a cease and desist on the name. Now I had done some research, knew there was a brewery out in Eugene, Oregon that brewed Ninkasi beer, but that's a good, we're a service. And um, they were only on the West Coast and they had talked about trying to get to the East Coast, but had nothing in the Midwest, no conflict with us really, but they were bought out in that time that we did the build out by a parent company. It's really expensive, almost impossible to trademark a god or a goddess's name. But they had spent the money to trademark, just like Nike has done, and they trademarked Ninkasi. So So then it went back to the Kim after all. Well, I wanted to dig my heels in because I didn't think it would really go anywhere. But uh, my partner has, uh, he's he's less... uh, fiery than me and he said no we can't afford a lawsuit let's just go ahead and see how we can figure this out so they said um you have to change at least two letters in the name oh well yeah that worked out perfect see meant to be another thing meant to be yeah (laughs) mike got his way and got my name on the building after all i'm beginning to wonder if there was even did you did you send us there's that no cease and desist? There's no oh, it's all set up. I can't believe you fell for that. And now you are the goddess of beer. I am the um, ancient Fontana <laughs> goddess of beer. Absolutely. However, you are the goddess of all drinks because I've had several of various drinks from you, and it really is. I mean, the the creations that you all have are you know, some really original things, but just top quality, so good. And, you know, you don't realize how 
what a difference it makes and who's making the drink until you have a really great drink. <laughs> and then you're like, this is what this is supposed to taste like. Thank so you. I guess all those years, right? It's fun. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, I was never very good in chemistry in school, but it's chemistry and, uh, it's fun putting together tasty cocktails and it's more fun, um, seeing people's, uh, reactions and if, you know it's very satisfying and how do you name them well um we're known for our old fashions here and um i've named three of our old fashions after family members uh, when we opened uh i had both my sisters um becky and lisa working here so um they each have a old-fashioned named after them and we added one this summer, and my niece Lee is uh, also has a name. So, and then the dessert drinks. Whose idea was that? That like the oh, delicious. It really, why have dessert when you can just come here and get it all in a drink? <laughs> well, that that was our goal is was to focus on before dinner and after dinner mm. because we don't serve food. Yeah. So um, it's kind of worked out and it's been fun except the pretzels yes. i don't even know what to say about the pretzels they're so darn good and i i think it's a top secret recipe you're not it given is. right yeah it is they're sweet they're salty they're just they're so delicious Thank so you. if you were going to have one thing here food wise that was a good choice because you can't get that anywhere else that tastes that good but what, what was the decision not to have food just because it's a pain? <laughs> uh, it, it is, and it's a lot of people, and it's a lot of overhead. And we opened in November, so we hadn't closed out the idea of food yet. But the last thing we wanted to do in November was open up with food. There's already a number of places here that, you know, could use every bit of business in the winter as you can get, you know. So, but over the course of the winter, we had done some events where people had catered in some things people had brought in food and the idea of getting involved in the food became less and less interesting for us going you know what it is such a completely different animal we found our little wheelhouse between three o'clock and 11 o'clock at night we're not the late night bar um you know and people like kim said come before dinner after dinner it's it's a little quieter we don't have the kids that are associated with coming with having food and serving um, meals, right? So not that we hate kids. We've got huge families between the two of us, but it is nice to have a place where you can go and not have to worry about that in the background. Yeah. And like you said, if people want to bring in a order of pizza from a local place, Absolutely. that's okay to bring in. Absolutely. I and, don't want to cook. Right. <laughs> Someone else and you do rent out your space for, for parties or charities or. Yes, we do. Like yeah. We have a, you know, our overall capacity is 90, but you know, our, for the private parties, we get lots of rehearsal dinners in that, you know, 20 to 30 range. We have um, people that do birthday parties and anniversaries and all that, you know, up to 30 people is really easy because we don't have to close off the whole bar. We can just give you a, a section of the bar and work with you on the catering and um, whether you do it or we do it. Um, but so in, in giving you half the bar, we can still keep the other half open 
we do have an option if anyone wants to buy out the bar, we'll be happy to sell it out to them. <laughs> For what price? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real estate market is really good. So. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I love the decor in here. I mean, we're sitting in here and just surrounded by windows, and the bar itself is so beautiful. Can you talk about the design of the bar and who was involved in that? Well, I'll start with the bar and we have a sister bar, you know, Tavern 46 over in Walworth. That's Jason and Alicia. And Jason is a good friend of ours. And we really had talked about bringing him in possibly as a partner. But by the time everything had gotten settled with the liquor license, um, they had gone. We didn't ever tell him that we had we liked the idea of bringing him in as a partner. So in the meantime, he had bought another bar in Walworth that he was going to completely redo. And so we somehow talked him into doing our bar first before his. And um, if you've seen his craftsmanship, he's worked at my house and relatives of my house and friends of mine's houses. So I was well aware, but I couldn't even have guessed at how spectacular this place turned out and that was in the bar itself we spent a lot of time figuring out what the layout should be it was a pizza parlor before here but once we had that laid out and then kimmy took over and you can talk about you know the things that are hanging on the wall since i still don't understand it. and the bar is huge by the way i mean i can't count that fast but about we have 23, 23, 23 bar stools. Which is great because so many people just want to sit at the bar, right? right. And that's how you get to know people. Exactly. And so it's nice to see such a big bar. And we tried to make them close enough on each side of the bar that you could either not hear somebody across the bar or if you kind of caught something, it's a way that you could meet somebody across the bar as yeah, well. Absolutely. My we sister-in-law says it's like a big cocktail party. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's how it feels. Yeah, yeah. So. And we were we were stepping it off by the foot. By the, there's another foot wider, another foot shorter, another. So, so much thought goes right. into it, and then all these side tables, which can be pushed together. You've got tables for bigger parties. And sorry, you were going to talk about some of the things. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, my husband made the um, the inserts that are on top of the window. Makes it kind of look a little Art Deco, mm -hmm. and um, it's an industrial looking space so we wanted to warm it up a little and we repainted and uh we needed it's a very tall ceiling so we needed to put things on the wall to deaden the sound and um <laughs> i just got these eclectic pieces of art that my friend gabby jensen um helped me do and uh, she's a big part of helping me decorate and uh, it's just been fun uh mike had some business um in Texas while we were busy um, getting open. And he, he came back and I had all this stuff done. And I said, well, what do you think? And he says, well, you really girlied it up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but, and the party lights are, are great. The Thank lights you. hanging, they're beautiful. Um, and they just make it so fun and so yeah, festive. Like a little yeah. jewelry box. Right. It's yeah. just the atmosphere is, it's just perfect, Thank really. You. Thank you. And I, again, every time I come in here, I meet somebody and just have the best time. What's, what's kind of the most popular drink or your favorite drink to make? Um, well, I've got carpal tunnel now from all the old fashions that we make. <laughs> so it's got to be one of our old fashions. It's yeah. they're 
they're, it's a proper cocktail, and uh, we make a ton of them. Well, if you say it's the old-fashioned Lisa, um, Betty's going to be mad. If you say it's the old-fashioned Betty, Lisa's going to be mad. So it's about a tie it's between a tie. those two. Oh, I had the two sisters pitted <laughs> yeah, against each exactly. other. Yeah, so. exactly. The apple brandy versus the cherry whiskey. Yeah, so. they're yeah. both good. I had them both. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and you, you brought up a good point. I mean, at the core of this place outside of, you know, the staff here, it's the people that have come in and they have supported us since day one. We opened in November, tough time to open, but they supported us through all the way up until we had to close in COVID. And um, once we got reopened again in May, I mean, everybody tried to peek their head in every once in a while and have a cocktail or two here and there, which is all we needed, like just to be able to sustain and to get by. But I mean, that's really what makes cheers cheers right is the people and um you know you could put a good um, product together but until you have that environment i mean that's really been the difference people get to come in here and meet people they've never met before or see old friends they haven't seen in a long time it's really one or two degrees of separation mm -hmm. in here from crazy. whoever you're sitting next to yeah it's crazy Small i had world, two right? couples on saturday night sitting across the bar from each other. And one couple, Alan and MJ, called me over and they said, you know, we used to bowl with uh, uh, Mike and Annette 35 years ago in LaGrange. And it's like, you're kidding me. It's just, it's just, yeah, every like time that, I've that met happens. people, it's people that are connected to someone else mm -hmm. I know or that live in my neighborhood who I hadn't met yet. And right. So it really it's, is it's neat. It's kind so. of cool. Yeah. Kind of brings you back to your original question. You know, Lake Geneva, they thrive and they need that constant flow of people through there. The, the more people they can get through there, the better it does, right? And down at this end, the West End, a little kinder, gentler, you know, you get uh, more of the repeats and people that come up, you know, some that live here, some that come up on the weekends um, year round, some that come up on the weekends just in the summer. But it's easier to make those connections. It's easier to see the same person a couple times in a week. I mean, you, you leave here, go to Century on your way home, you might run into somebody that you just saw at the bar, you know? Yeah. Right. right. Well, and the two of you have, you know, play a huge role in that and just the sense of community because everybody knows you and everybody loves you so you hang you out know. in the tavern long enough yet <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody you're gonna meet a few people yeah, absolutely <laughs> so thinking about the future are you just kind of going to keep going on course do you are you thinking about any changes well i'm considering this our basically our first summer that we're open i discounted last year because it was terrible because of covid so I'm just uh, seeing what summer is going to bring us and go from there. We've added staff and and um, just we're just going to stay in our lane and see how it goes, really. We were so. able to finally, um, you know, with some help of some folks at the village um, and uh, some old historical documents that we were able to um, drag up, be able to get some outside seating here. Um, which was huge. We didn't get that till the end of July last year. So it was kind of after that COVID onslaught that we had. So we do still have opportunity for possibly additional outside seating, but that's going to be somewhere down the road. So um, nothing that we can do right away. But that's great. And for people who don't know where you're located, can you explain where you're located, how to contact you for hours and everything? Well, we're attached to the coffee mill 
at 441 Mill Street. And uh, we're, we face Highway 67. And um, just right down the street from the lake. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, across the street from the Abbey, and the Abbey was great um, throughout the winter. You know, a lot of the folks that, you know, would come up for the weekend would just peek their head over. Um, so uh, that, was, that was great. So we're literally right across the street from the Abbey. Yeah, the Abbey has been a great help, a great support for us. So. Yeah, open Wednesdays through Sundays. So uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we open at 3. And on Saturday and Sunday, we open at 2. And our bar time closing on Friday and Saturday night is 12.19 a.m. A lot of people <laughs> check to see if that's a typo. It's not. That's our last call. Why is that? Well, you know what? It, they say that nothing good happens after midnight. And so that is just after midnight. It reminds us of the year we started in 19. Oh. And um, it also gives people time if they did commute from somewhere to get here, that there are still local establishments open past us. They can go to the Abbey or Chuck's or Gordy's that normally are open until bar time, bar close. And then on the weeknights, we just reserve sort of the right to close after about nine o'clock, usually sometimes a little later in the summer. But um, as soon as the crowd sort of clears out, then we kind of clear out. And there's TVs here. So I know people watch a lot of the football games here and other events on TV. So it's just, it's a great place to hang out. And as we were sitting here, people were trying to get in. So you had to break the news that you were closed. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, if you haven't checked it out, you have to come out for a drink and say hi. And you two are here almost all the time, yes, <laughs> as much are. as you can be. So yes, say hi are. to Mike and, and to Kim. And so the, the last question I always ask my guests are, what is, since the podcast is Loving Lake Geneva, what do you love most about living in Lake Geneva? Well, I was born and raised here. And you do sometimes um, take for granted um, your surroundings, but it is, it's so pretty. And um, there's low crime rates and um, it's just friendly. And um, it's home for me. So, uh, besides working with Kimmy, you know, the mastermind of, you know, the operations here and so thankful and grateful that you're here and you, um, operate this place just amazingly. Uh, the lake is the draw for me. You've probably heard that before on your podcast, but that's what it's all about. During the day I work for a marina, so I come out here at night, but every day I look at that lake and. Like you said, Kimmy, you got to be so careful about taking that stuff for granted. We're so lucky. The community of people that we have, I mean, that come up and um, frequent us in uh, both of our marinas and in the bar is just, we're lucky to have that, that customer base. I don't know that you find it in too many other places around the country. That is true. And, and I love for people who have lived here for so long that you still appreciate all of that, the, the nature and the lake and the beauty of the lake. And I mean, my friends always get a kick out of me taking pictures of the sunset when I'm out with them. They're like, you see this every night. And I said, it's, it just never gets old. It's it beautiful it every doesn't. single night. So. And we would be remiss if we didn't um, mention our home partners, my husband, Steve, and 
Mike's girl, Mary, have they've both been very supportive. I mean, I've turned our lives upside down with this, but um, they've been they've been great. Mary's always willing to help here. I've got my husband making pretzels. I gave him the recipe. <laughs> he calls Maybe himself, we could crack him. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself Elvis Pretzley. And <laughs> love it. So it, it, this has been a group effort. Yeah, sure. the families, yeah. extended yeah. families as well, right? Absolutely. There would be too many people that we would, that we're going to forget to thank. But yeah. uh, we had some people that helped us. Um, you can see some names on the back of the bar stools. Uh, people that helped us get the thing off the ground. Um, it goes on and on the yeah. list, that's for sure. But we're yeah, very for fortunate. sure, Princess Mary and Elvis Presley. <laughs> I love that. What's the pie on the back, the pie sign on the back of that chair? That is Scott Orger, and that's what his nickname is, is pie. Oh, interesting. And I'm not quite sure why. We'll get to the bottom of it yet. But, uh, yeah, so some folks that helped us get started, uh, they had the opportunity to be, a, uh, be able to name a bar stool. That's a great idea. So I have to go around and read yeah. these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. It's kind of uh, incognito. Yeah. But as you start to notice it, then you're like, wait a minute. Right. Oh, now I want to read them all. Right. <laughs> exactly. And those are all the people that have helped us and then also, um, you know, frequent us as well, just supporting us both ways. So. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you so much for thank being you. here and just best of luck for continued success. I think I hope it just keeps growing and growing and I'm sure it will. And um, as I said, it's my favorite place to come for a drink for so many reasons. Thank you. We'll get by with a little help from our friends. It's That's right. right. Thanks for uh, picking <laughs> us really this week. It, it really is huge for us. We, we appreciate it. Oh, so. gosh, my pleasure. And, and what the listeners don't know is there's a little dog here joining us, too. What's, <laughs> and tell us about her. This is Flynn. Flynn is, has been here and been quiet as a mouse. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that martini she had <laughs> Cute little Jack Russell, yeah, so the rescue. <laughs> well, as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning I